every morning when I wake up, uh, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up, uh, sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but, really though, it's never enough, 10 billion, that's a must, living in California, everybody, are we recording? Business. We're here. We're here. Welcome everybody to another episode of my so-called LA life, and we have Drake in the background, apparently. <laughs> I'm still on my views. All right. My name is Natalia, and my lovely co-host... Eric Sanchez here. And like we've always said in previous episodes, this is a survival guide to everything LA, and kind of a documentation of what's going on here and all its glorious bullshit. So today, I had an audition early in the morning before I came here. And I mean, have you have you ever been into audition here in Hollywood? Um, here in Hollywood, when I was 10 years old, I went to a Tylenol commercial in Spanish, and I didn't really speak Spanish, <laughs> but no, 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 I don't know anything about auditions, but how, Terrible. I, how I see a girl going to an audition is like, she's late, she can't find her curling iron, she stops at like a Walgreens, now she's in the bathroom at an Arco, she's doing it, she's trying to read her lines, she has fucking water on her shirt, you know, is that is that what it's like for you? It's sort of, yeah. I mean, along those same lines. When you first walk into an audition here, it, it's the carnival just came into town. It, you get the freaks coming out. You get everybody. You you get your seasoned veteran actors. You get you know your bright eyed Becky's just coming <laughs> <laughs> coming in from the from that bus ride, and and she's she thinks she's gonna make it, and she's like, oh my god, Hollywood, and she's breathing in Hollywood air. I love her. <laughs> And I'm like, don't breathe that air, girl. It's toxic. <laughs> You're going to die. No, she's cool. I'll show her around. Yeah, exactly. No, don't breathe that air, Becky. You're going to die. I mean, you get everything. You get your sometimes models, sometimes escort prostitutes strung out. Like, they finally made it to their first audition in three weeks. Their agent's been calling them. They, they've been half-assed in sh photo shoots anyway. I've seen those girls. The, those girls are the best ones to hang out with at a club, by the way. For sure. They're like, I have this huge audition tomorrow. Oh, my God. It's so fucking dope. I'm going to talk about it all night while we do this coke. While we do this coke, and then I'm not going to wake up the next morning. I'm going to wake up about 4 o'clock with 20 missed calls and about my agent ready to drop kick my ass. So, yeah. So, that girl definitely comes out. But she, I actually like that yeah, girl. she's that, there. Yeah, that girl's definitely there. She's kind of cool. That's the homegirl. That's that's the that's definitely the homegirl. Well, girl. you were with her last night. I mean, <laughs> well, I was hanging out with her last night, but I left at 2 in the morning, not at 6 in the morning. Thank exactly. God. That's why she had to take the bus, because you left her ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you have the veteran girl that's been going to auditions, like, pretty much 15 years of her life, everywhere and anywhere. And she's always the first runner up. She's the almost got it, but you're never gonna get this commercial. But you almost got it. You were the, you were the la you were the you were the first to last person. What is that called? Like principal background? I don't I don't <laughs> know that word, but I will Google it once we're done. Hey, it sounds important. But the thing is that this girl is 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 it's about to go postal in Hollywood already. If she has to hear a one more time, I'm the runner up. She's about to shoot up the place. She's she's about to strangle some people. She can't take it anymore. She's she's about to pretty much drive off Runyon at this point. <laughs> but it's closed, so now she has to go to Griffin Park. Yeah, so Fuck. yeah. So you you get all these people and Okay, it's, so it's so, definitely a car carnival there. So I, my survival kit to winning an audition because to people, winning an audition. Winning an audition okay. is, first of all, be white. 
if you're that, a white girl there you go i think you're done if you're a white girl the probabilities of you actually landing this commercial you're already 75 percent on the win- winning team you think absolutely even if okay. even if you don't have a personality you're 75 percent on the winning team i mean the scale is tipped slightly that way absolutely. i get it i get it I especially have- in the commercial world I have a great story about this. This is America. This is America, and it is the commercial world. So people are not ready for my Latina-ness, you know? It's too much. It's too broad. It's too out there. They're like, this girl is crazy. It's too spicy. It's too spicy. (laughs) I like bland food. (laughs) I mean, I love my tacos, but without the hot sauce, you know? So definitely not me. But I remember I went to this audition one time, and it was for just a furniture company. Okay. So I walk into the audition... And first of all, my agent, my commercial agent calls me and she's like, all right, so they're looking for Sofia Vergara type. So I'm like, cool. I got this. I'm like, boom, I got this in the bag. I am that Latina. I am strong. I am sassy. I can dress up. I'm curvy. I have gray hair, great smile. I'm like, I got this. Some heels. So I did the whole thing, you know, absolutely. So I walk into this audition and bam, what do I see? Every single girl is Gwyneth Paltrow. And that, for me, was the reality. Have you ever seen her without a top? Disgusting. That was flooding around on the internet. She she looks like Gollum, honestly. (laughs) No! Ouch! ouch. She does. She's that skinny, and she has that little hump. It's a little scary. It's a little little bony. I'm not not into Some people are into that. So... So I walk in there. Every single girl in there is definitely Gwyneth Paltrow. Maybe at at the most Latina side would be a Jessica Alba, but Jessica Alba is definitely whitewashed. For she's, sure, yeah, yeah she ain't got no body. Really yeah, like she's that. not considered Latina. She's not like that. And I walk in there, and I, I feel like the clown walking into like like a room. <laughs> like I come in there with with this craziness and this the record skips. and I'm and I'm wearing a leopard top. Oh, of course, wearing, of course, like a like a v-neck leopard top and some like pencil skirt, and it's all and those tight. girls are thinking they're like, who invited this Latin whore? <laughs> She's here to take my man. I had the red lips. I have the everything going on. And I'm like, well, it did say Sofia Vergara. I'm like, maybe I'm in the wrong room. So I go up to the front and I'm like, so is this the same commercial for the furniture company that's looking for a Latina Sofia Vergara type? They're like, yeah, right through there, ma'am. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then that's where I realized that it definitely helps to be white. Because when they say Sofia Vergara, they actually mean Gwyneth Paltrow. Really? Absolutely, or definitely Gwyneth Paltrow. Maybe a brunette. Like who's a night? Who's a American brunette that's amazing? Um, just Rachel Bilson or something. Rachel Bilson. Yeah, or or Mila Kunis. That when was say a, Sophia okay. Mila, Kul- yeah. Mila Kunis. I like that. The but other she's reference. Who's that? She's Eastern European, but it, but she, but that's what they mean. Right, so right. if any girls out there are Latina listening to this and they are looking for this great personality. Just don't do it. You're going to be laughed out of the place. So I go into my audition and I go in the room and they're like, hmm, very nice outfit. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm cracking up and I'm like, this is ridiculous already, but I have to go through it. I can't back down now. I'm in there. Yeah, you're there. (laughs) So they're like, we first need you to move all that hair. <laughs> wow, you came with the big hair and everything? Yes. Wow. We need you to move that big hair out of the way. Like, maybe put it in a nice back ponytail or, like, a little nice bottom bun. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. 
do that. And they're like, okay, here, just take away a little bit of that red lipstick because go. it's too shiny on camera. So that's, we need you more natural. You came in there like Sophia would get us season one of her, <laughs> of her show. Instead, they wanted like the classier version. Yeah. They're like, no, that was when he first got her. Right. Exactly. That's when he first got her out of that, like... <laughs> out of the slum out, of Cuba or something, whatever the fuck. Out of Boyle Heights over here. <laughs> like, calm down, lady. So I do this, and they're like, all right, okay, you look great. You look very, very photogenic. <laughs> I'm wearing a leopard top, by the way. <laughs> right. Very photogenic. Your, your boob, eyes. Exactly. Eyes. And then they're like, so we need you to pretend like you're washing your face. And I'm, all right, and... And then look there and you're looking in the mirror and you're washing your face in the mirror. And then at this point, I feel like the biggest fool. I, I feel completely respect out the window. I don't, I'm not even respecting but myself. But why? That seems like a normal audition to me. That's normal, no? I'm sure I left that room and they were all cracking up. They were like, what the? I'm sure they went home and they kept watching my audition time after time and not in a good positive light just being like look at this crazy lunatic that walked in and, and just just did this so definitely so you got the part <laughs> so, you're saying, so you're saying you got the part obviously i got the part what are you talking no i just got a phone call from the casting director if i wanted to go on a date oh, sure. <laughs> right exactly he was like um i still have that shirt you left here and they're like listen you're horrible at auditioning for this commercial, but I actually like you. Can you want to go grab a drink? I'm like, sure, why not? Anyway, another way to survive yeah. LA is actually going on going dates. out to dinner with that guy with these with these guys. Yeah, they, yeah. they'll keep calling. We'll not for not for auditions though. So you gotta be just be exactly. a little bit careful. One of those days that outfit's gonna work. <laughs> One of those days. Man, I hope so. That outfit was wild that day. I I really went for it too. Um, but definitely. So if you're white, you're already seventy five percent on on the right side. If your legs literally look like two pixie sticks, it definitely helps. <laughs> pixie sticks are dope. I'm very surprised that these these girls out there have such skinny legs. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty extreme. I, you know. You know what's funny? You know what I see here in LA? It's either it's either both. It's either either or. It's the big, like, big ass trans. Really like, in right like, now. Really, really in. in. Huge ass. Either that or, like, toothpick legs. And I fall in neither spectrum of this. Well. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do anymore. What do you think about the mix? Because that's also a big oh, thing. Have the, you seen the breakdown? Okay, so I've done castings yes. before. I haven't, I haven't been on the on the... On the other side... People, you know the mix if you there's, listen. There's called ethnically ambiguous. How do you feel about... It's the it's the not... It's a not Latin, right? Because you were too Latin. Not Latin, but not white. What are you? Well, Mysterious. that was what I was supposed to be. But mm. I didn't you get the... You came in there too Latin. <laughs> but I came in there too Latin. You should have had a cardigan on and they would have been like... Mm. Yeah, if I would have had yeah. a cardigan on and maybe some penny loafers... For sure, that's I, what you or, need to do. Or, or a little sports jacket. That's I how to survive totally, LA right there. I totally would have gotten that commercial. But you need to... Casting directors, you need to be very specific. If you're asking for Sofia Vergara, guess what? There's a girl in town. Because I don't think they were ready for me. Because they're not used to me. So they're like, oh, we read Sofia Vergara. That means they're just going to come a little bit sexier. Sofia Vergara is playing you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they're like, oh shit, it's the real one. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's all based on me. People out there, it's all based on <laughs> you me. You came in there like... Yeah, but that's the funny part. So they, they just... If, if you want to, girls to dress sexier, just be careful of what type of words you use to describe because 
lo and behold, there's gonna be a girl that just moved into town that is exactly like her, and she's just gonna walk in and she's gonna blow your mind. And it sounds like that casting or director. Or blow your penis. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. My point is that casting director got exactly what he wanted. Exactly. And it had nothing to do with that commercial. <laughs> Good luck out there. If you are what you say you are A superstar Then have no fear The camera's here And the microphones And they wanna know If you are what you say And you might ask yourself Natalia, what makes you this expert survival guide? For this city. I was wondering the same thing. And I will tell you what makes me an expert. For now. It is, first of all, I happen to live in a fabulous studio apartment. It's only 450 square feet. And it is in Koreatown. And it doesn't have good water pressure, but it's great. And I don't have a roommate, so that definitely... You know, that's, that's a huge plus. That's a huge plus. And I've I've managed to keep my apartment and not be evicted for the last two years. Oh, you're like a step above. That you're, is that's absolutely. A, that's the one percentile right there. That's the one percentile. I protest. And, I, I protested against you and like slept in front of City Hall. OK, there you go. So that definitely makes me a person that can just kind of guide you through this. Another thing that might make me a you know, survival guide to the city is that I've managed to keep my same job for three years, which is only bartending. But in this city, to keep a same job for three years, almost three years, it's pretty incredible. And the fact that I haven't, well, I've been almost fired about 17 times. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I've been almost fired about 17 times. But I still managed to convince them that they need me and they need to keep me here. And if you actually look at the ratio of being fired almost 17 times and having the same job for almost three years, it's not that bad, man. You should have lost your job like three years ago. I should have lost real. my job the moment I stepped foot into L.A. I mean, I, I, spoke, <laughs> I, I spoke to you recently. We speak when we're not here speaking on radio. Absolutely. Um, and you said something to the effect of like, I think I'm just going to take today off. Okay. I've said that like 20,000 times. In LA, who does that? There's so many people out here that want your job. You're like, eh. Yeah, I'm like, today. I think I'm just going to call off. I'm just going to, I need a day off. Mind you, I bartend like four times a week. It's not like I don't have a day off. I, I have three days off. I feel like I need more than three days off though. But this is LA. Yeah. And sometimes you just need a break. It's like, ah, oh, this is too stressful and all these freaking parking tickets and homeless people like i just need to chill today absolutely i just much. definitely need to chill today i can't, if i have to go to the bar and listen to one goddamn person talk about their stupid life i'm just gonna kill myself and i'm just over that so i definitely try to take as many days off as possible apart from my like schedule four times a week so that works out for me i also happen to have a car Sweet, sweet. You, so, got me, uh, you got me beat on that one. Yeah, definitely. I have a car and it's a leased car, which is, 
I think the biggest mistake you can do in the city is lease a car. Really? I thought I thought you get a new one and you get a you know you're like oh you have a new car and then you can do you Instagram know how many, that in like Do you two know years? how many dings I have on this car? Do you know how many people have rammed my car from the back every time they're par- trying to parallel park in this place? It's absolutely terrible. My bumper in the back is horrible. Plus, my car has probably been towed like 17,000 times. <laughs> because if you've ever tried to decipher the hieroglyphics that are oh God. the L.A. parking signs, I can't. then you understand the reason why I'm totally getting towed left and right. And for some reason, my car, it's still intact. But I would have done better by just coming into town and spending $3,000 on a hoopty. And just, for sure. yeah, absolutely. Well, roll, it'd be, it'd be like two grand, but yeah. Like, yeah. Spending sure. two grand on a hoopty, just roll around town on this hoopty. Doesn't really care if you put oil in it. Like, all you right. Gotta get, you got to get insurance. You got to get the Mexican insurance here. You get like a $30 insurance. I know, I know you're Puerto Rican, but I know these spots. I got my guy Jaime. Yeah. He'll hook you up with some $20 insurance, full coverage. Yeah. You can definitely get the, the $30 insurance and save yourself the extra $100 you know, for parking tickets and shit. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend if you come to LA and you're a guy to get a skateboard. Oh, yeah. People love skateboard. Oh, now it's like the stupid hoverboards. Oh, my oh, God. No, no. Um, I, I did see a guy recently at Ralph's parking lot get out of his car, get on his hoverboard, get on, this, on her phone, and then like wheel around in circles on his phone. I think like looking for hoes. I, I mean, seriously, what that is route. up with this hoverboard thing? It's, it's dead now. It's, it's, it's dead. Thank it's God over. it's dead. Like, I remember walking in downtown once, and these two dudes try to know. holler at me in a ho- on, a hoverboard. Ho- on a hoverboard. And you know what I said? What? I'm like, fucking walk. Use your legs. Wow. The guys, like, they couldn't even believe that was coming out of my mouth. But somebody needs to tell them. <laughs> somebody needs to tell these guys, like, listen, you cannot pick, you can't. Pick up a stand-up girl like me, first of all. <laughs> yeah, who's not standoffish <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. So you think you can pick up somebody of my caliber and a freaking hoverboard? No. Like, what do you know? That's... He, can't, he can't sweep you off your feet? And, 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 <laughs> and, and carry me into the sunset with the hoverboard? <laughs> Slowly. No, this is... And then fall, our, fall on our asses and break our heads together? And you're like, is my hair on fire? No, this... I mean, this hoverboard business... Thank God it's almost over. I actually... No, saw, it's done. It yeah, has to be done. Yeah, I actually saw somebody today on, on a hoverboard and I was like, oh, wow, that's still going on. But I remember about a good eight months ago, this was the rage. And people were selling them for like $500. I'm like, I will pay you no, $500 to not no, get on one. I'll pay you 500 bucks to uninvent that shit. Exactly. It, it's ridiculous. It, it's just, it's ghetto. It's ratchet. And it's all those crazy words that we love to use nowadays, people. It's just like ridiculous. No, all those things are dead. Thank God. Um, So. I've, oh, oh, wait. I've also... Happened to have booked one commercial in almost three years. Congratulations. Congratulations. For any type of actor, that is a stepping stone yeah, in yeah. the right direction. And just like an actor, you probably booked that two years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I totally booked that two years ago. And I'm, I'm, I'm still like reaming from like all the all the glorious yeah, days sure. of, the, of this American Airlines commercial that I was nice. the lead in. Okay, who but were you? I was, I was the lead um, business lady. Okay. But this is the kicker. You would never see this commercial unless you go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So if you're ever in Mexico and you're ever at the 
Admiral's Club and American Airlines, you just might see me in one of those TV screens. If not, you will never, ever. Oh, and I think Alaska, Alaska Airlines, Alaskan Airlines also picked that up. So unless you're in Alaska or Mexico, you will literally never see this commercial. So, so for the past <laughs> two years now, you've been like. Like searching the land for a copy of this one commercial. I have. You could show whoever you're dating now. Like, look at this one commercial. I've been, I've like, been riding like the wave of this one commercial that you can't even see in the continental USA. Have and you taken like a screenshot? I mean, something? I don't know. This is ridiculous. But hey, I booked this freaking commercial. I'm no, very congratulations. proud. I'm very, very proud of myself. You, you know? are officially a actor. <laughs> No, okay, okay, first of all, you're not an actor, uh, but you are officially a uh, survivalist expert for the area of Los Angeles. Definitely. Sure. And then last but not least, the, the biggest one here, which I'm actually the most proud of, apart from this commercial, okay. <laughs> is I yet to still have done porn. Okay. Which is very, very, very important, but, but mind you... At this point in my life, I'm actually thinking about it. <laughs> You're at the stage now, what, this is year four? No, year three. Year this is three. year three. Yeah. Okay, you got like six more months. Okay. If it's going like... to go, it's going to like seep into your head slowly. Yeah. And um, one day you're going to be like, fuck it. Fuck it. This fuck is it. it. Like this literally. Is, like, like fuck it. when rent's due. Yeah. There's yeah like, no, no, rent's been due. Yeah, it's rent's been due, <laughs> rent's actually. Been due. When rent and, and the car payment is due and you have the $200 left in your bank account like I have right now. I have $200 left in my bank account. Your phone's off. My phone hasn't been working for a week no, and but, a no, half. No, but I could accept your call. I just can't call you back. Yeah, you can only find me through Wi-Fi. <laughs> only if I'm on Wi-Fi because my Wi-Fi has been shut off for the last six months. I'm actually... Exactly. Using, this is the truth. <laughs> I'm actually using my... My neighbor's Wi-Fi okay, okay. and I've been using it for the last six months he doesn't know about it because I once went to hang out at his house and nice. I'm like and we're like we're smoking out and we're like having a good time and we're just watching TV just stupid shit and I'm like oh hey what's your Wi-Fi password and he's like oh so and so and so so I kind of sneakily made this whole thing happen and then I went back home I turned on my computer I my phone is I have you been, did all that just for the Wi-Fi the whole smoking the whole like I care who you are thing I actually did does that make me a bad person <laughs> no it makes you a witch <laughs> It makes you a walking witch. That's amazing. I think Congratulations that, on that. That also makes you an LA expert. Yeah, I think that makes me just just a very conniving person. It makes me a person <laughs> that needs Wi-Fi, and right now I can't afford it. So hence, I might be like dabbling into porn soon, because it, it's only a, like a TikTok away from being like, you For know sure. what? Maybe nobody will notice me. Maybe I can wear a mask. Maybe it could be like a, like a, a mask porn i mean it was on another episode so that means that you're like slowly inching closer so if it appears on like one more episode it's, it's on then people. you guys you look for me on pornhub on instagram and uh i'll send you the link <laughs> there you go so um i need to talk about this because it's been bothering me a lot and and I feel like a lot of girls want to talk about this. And Ooh, you as please. a man, I need I need your perspective on this. So it's about a man. It, it's it's about men in general. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. When did every guy in L.A. start being such pussies? Ooh. I mean, for real. That's a very that's a very deep question. Just 
just pussies in general. Like, what is going on with the men here? I understand that, you know, it's allowed to be sensitive and we're allowed to, you know, the, the gender roles have been, you know, there's no gender roles. and, and The you gender can, roles have been pretty fucked up for yeah, a few years and now. They can be bent, but yeah. there needs to be kind of like, like a stop to it. I mean, th- there's no reason. Why, why are your guys like having tantrums before girls are having tantrums? You're asking me. Of course I'm asking okay. you. As a person who only cries when I'm hungover on Sundays watching um, Home Improvement or one of these shows, um, I could tell you that I think guys right now are just really stressed out. It's stressful out here. Look, you go into a bathroom, there could be a guy in there. Who's supposed to be a girl? Who's supposed to be a guy? And then you're like, am I in the wrong bathroom? What are you talking about, trannies? Yes, those, those two. But I'm saying, I think there's a lot of pressure on guys from LA to do a lot of things, to appear a certain way. There's a lot of ego. So at some point, a girl's like, I don't know what I want to eat. And we fucking lose it. We're like, yeah, you never know. No, but I don't think it's about eating. I think you guys are just being, you're just extra sensitive. You're just crying and complaining about things. I mean, what I'm saying is this. As a woman, I have an excuse. I have my period. My hormones are are all over the place. Like apparently, I, apparently more than a few others. Yeah, they're all over the place. I have a hormonal imbalance inside my body once a month. So it's okay if you I'm a little bit irrational sometimes and sometimes I'm a little bit sad, but I do have an excuse. I want to know what are these guys excuses f- for being fucking pussies? And don't get me wrong, I'm not looking for the brawny man to right. come and... Ra- I'm not looking for the lumberjack to come, like an okay. L.A. lumberjack to come and save me and, like, put me over his shoulder and take me to his log cabin and, like, kill a cow for me and, like, and cook me some meat. I'm just looking for a regular guy that is just not crying or bitching over everything. And it's just... And they just want to talk about their feelings and they want to just, like, say all these things that... We don't have time for you know that what anymore. It is? You know what it is? I'll, I'll give you an honest, honest opinion on what this is. I think that guys don't talk to each other about their feelings, especially in L.A. because there's this whole like one-upsmanship kind of like, who are you? What are you doing? How can I do it? How can I get, you know, your connects, blah, blah, blah. So you never have friends that you say like, bro, I'm going through it, man, my lady. You know what I mean? You don't. You don't. I, I know I don't really have friends like so that. So now that we are have guys. to be... I have women friends that are like that. of this burden. Now we, have, now we have to sit there and listen to you guys bitch about everything. But then in the same token, <laughs> in the same token, the women here have all the pressures of Hollywood. It makes them ice fucking cold. I mean, these girls, you're like, hi, you're so beautiful. And you're like, what do you want? What do you, that, what's that supposed to mean? Uh, that you're beautiful and I kind of want to No, that means you. that you want to stick your penis inside of yeah, me. Yes. And what's <laughs> wrong with that? What? Okay, see? Okay, but oh, this, this is, is what I'm one. saying. If you want to stick your penis inside of me, you have to stop being a bitch and a pussy. And you can't be okay, like look, crying about situations. Example, like we're going through it as well. But the thing is, I'm, I'm upset because I'm, I'm no longer allowed to have a tantrum because a, a dude... It's having a tantrum before I am. I'm no longer allowed to be irrational because a dude, before I can be irrational, he's already being irrational five minutes before I am. So he's taking away my role that I want to be the tantrum one. I want to be the irrational one. I want to pull some crazy shit because I'm a woman and I can't. And it's always been that way and it should stay that way. And I'm just sick and tired of of guys taking our role and then they're they're the ones going around like, being all crazy and shit and i'm like now i have to be the voice of reason like i don't want to be the voice so when when have i ever been the voice of reason i've 
Women have never been the voice of reason. Well, I mean, so basically, uh, you're jealous. I yes, I'm jealous. <laughs> okay, okay. I, just think, I, I get your point now. You're jealous because these dudes are taking the the female role. The, the female role. They're taking away your shine. You're like, it's my party. Yeah, it's my it's my party, and I cry if I motherfucking want to. I don't want to be here. This thing sucks. I don't like you. I'm having I'm having a bad day. My hair's bad. I'm, I don't like my outfit. Now guys are taking this away from me. Like, can I have something? Can I at least keep my my, my, Can I blame MTV? MTV? I don't think MTV has like nothing to do with... the real world reality shows where you see guys being emotional and wiling out. And Nobody maybe guys watches think it's a, real world. <laughs> I don't... Is it, what year are you in? <laughs> okay, look. Remember when Pablo was talking... I mean, I don't fucking know. But no, I'm saying like these like reality shows where dudes get to see other dudes... You mean, and, and, you mean The Bachelorette? When okay, there's like okay, 25 dudes how about crying the over the one... How, exactly. How about The Bachelor? In... No, in the history of the earth, there's never been a show that's so demasculating, assuming that's a word, hopefully that's a word, <laughs> um, than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or whatever, because you have a bunch of dudes, squares, half these dudes are gay, you've seen the show. Probably. I mean, come on. They're, they're all kind of and, touching each other anyway and in that big room this, they stay and, in. And this reality shows, you see, <laughs> like now with social media and stuff, you see your heroes falling all the time. So what example do we have as dudes of a real man? All we see is a bunch of bitch-made dudes like fucking Johnny Manziel and all these guys like out in the streets acting emotional, crying, Be all drinking lean. And shit. I mean, these dudes are all fucked up. Well, this is this is why I'm taking it out there to the streets. This is why I'm talking about it in my podcast. I hope 20,000 men out here, just 20,000, there's 50 million people in this in this city. If 20,000 men are listening to this podcast and understand that we are hating this, we're hating your man buns, we're hating your, your women pants, we're hating, we're hating your, your crying and your delusions and your irrationality, we need you to be men. We need you to like stick it out for us. Because well, okay. we don't know what we want. You gotta help. Okay. <laughs> okay. We don't know what we want. And I need you to at least <laughs> pretend to let me know that you know what it is that I want and that you want so I can ride along with it. I cannot be the bearer of this wave anymore. So it's our, driving me crazy. Our, guy, our guys, okay, so from a guy's perspective or the guy that you're speaking to <laughs> or the generality or whatever, um, what can we do as little pussies to be better men hold your emotions we don't want to hear about them we only want to hear about them when we ask you about them but don't come up to me and say oh yo well i'm feeling a certain type of way i'm like i don't want to hear about that because i'm feeling a certain type of way too i've been feeling a certain type of way since i got my period and like when i was 12 years old but i have to shut up about it and i still have to go to work and i'm like and i still have to go to school and i still do twenty thousand things and you don't see me complaining about it so don't talk about your emotions unless we specifically ask you, hey, how have okay. you been feeling but today? But this goes back to <laughs> this goes back to your gender roles. This is why it's all fucked up. This is why it's all fucked up. So women want this, that, and the other. They want the gender roles to be crossed and this in the workplace and this and this respect level and all this stuff. Yes. And all this stuff. But then again, we can't have one bad day. Well, yeah, I know you you've can. been mad for 15 years. I mean, and, and, you, and, and I'm sorry for that. You can, you but can, can I get have like half a bad day? And can I tell my girl? You, oh, you can oh, have a God. bad day. You can have a bad day. But when this bad day keeps prolonging and it's and it just comes into like 
an, an, an entire state of being constantly, that's when you need to stop. It's like you're constantly gloomy. You're constantly complaining. You're constantly like, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that to me. I'm like, grow the fuck up. This is Hollywood, honey. Have you ever been to an audition? Have you ever been to, to a, a job search? They'll ask you 20,000 questions and they'll belittle you to see how much you can take it. And guess what? The strongest person always wins. So go ahead and be an asshole out there. Be that douchebag that us girls just love to hate and hate to love. Go be that. Guess what? You're going to have 20,000 women behind your ass trying to lick that ass as opposed to (laughs) us sitting around over a glass of wine being, oh my God, my man is such a bitch. And we do talk about that. Feel away, feel away, y'all nigga feel away I've stopped listening to things you say Cause you don't mean it anyway Yeah Feel away, feel away, y'all nigga feel away Maybe we just should've did things my way Instead of the other way Alright, alright, so do you want to hear something ridiculous? Sure Okay, so I was reading LA Weekly because I want to be well-versed, you know, and well-read. <laughs> and LA Weekly is a very LA thing. LA and it's Weekly. a very LA thing. And I do talk about LA. So I was reading LA Weekly. It's and then, free. And it's free. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> free is good. Um, and I read an article. I just read this article right before I came here, but I need to talk about this. And it's called uh, LA is America's Worst City for Road Rage. One study finds. So that means... That by some, Dennis Romero. Yeah, so that means by Dennis Romero. Hi, Dennis Romero. Um, we're going to tag him after. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Dennis. So, so that means somebody did this study. But now, as I'm reading the entire... And I'm not... First of all, I'm not surprised that yeah, LA... Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Everyone's stressed out. Everyone wants to kill each other. Like Everybody's stressed out. Everybody's failing. Everybody, you cut me off, I'll kill you. Yeah, nobody has money. Everybody's trying to get somewhere. There's exactly. traffic er- everywhere. You just got there. You're trying to leave. Yeah, there's roadblocks. <laughs> I mean, we get it, of course. And we get it, we get oh, it. Not rocket science. Anyway. Exactly. The whole point is that... I'm more concerned of the person that wrote this article and even more concerned of the person that did the study. Now, I found out that that the people that made this study was an insurance company, a car insurance company. Okay. But the way they managed to do these numbers and make up all these numbers was through Instagram posts. (laughs) Okay. Now, that for me is... First of all, one of the most LA things I think I've ever heard. Oh, we're going to conduct a study, but it's all based on Instagram posts. And then we're going to kind of make it a little bit factual. And then you have this journalist, like, trying to actually make this into one study finds. I'm going to I'm gonna quote this article. It says, um, recently analyzed Instagram posts filtered by location and road rage mentions. So, um, Dennis Romero <laughs> spent four minutes on this fucking article? Definitely. Hashtag and road rage? So how LA? They, exactly. So, how they found out that God. LA is the number one city with the biggest road rage, which because it was hashtag the most on Instagram. Now, I don't know if the insurance company or Dennis Romero have some kind of brain aneurysm, honestly, but these are not actual studies. You can't compile every single person and every single yeah, car with sure. an Instagram post. 
first of all you can't get factual information <laughs> off of instagram have we not all learned this do what you not, facts are on instagram do you not understand that instagram is all fake is that your waist size it's not her Wait. waist size okay it's instagram but but the i don't understand they don't understand that half of the people here are illegal immigrants they don't have car insurance. They don't have Instagrams. They don't have cell phones that have this capability. And now you're telling me. No, mom, it's Natalia. I have Instagram. <laughs> I'm not talking about the Mexicans either. <laughs> no, my people, hey, my people got all the Instagrams. Okay, we I got know. two phones. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, you can't. Like, there's old people living here. I'm sure they're not Instagramming in the middle of the 101 or the 405 okay, road rage. Hashtag this road is, rage. As I read this article here, I noticed that it's absolute bullshit because it ranks San Diego on this list of worst places to drive, right? And this is how you know this is bullshit because what study cares about fucking San Diego? <laughs> Nobody. Where is San Diego and can I send it back? Like, fuck that. Okay, Nobody okay. likes San Diego. But, we are, I concur with you on that one. But New York is on there, which which actually makes a lot of sense, right? New York is on there. But you know what I find very funny? That the fact that they separated Los Angeles, Culver City, Beverly Hills and Santa Monica as different places when it's all part of L.A. County. I don't... And, and by the way, I was trying to get to Culver City when I cut you off. <laughs> and that guy who cut you off was trying to get to Beverly Hills. And he was hashtagging apparently road rage. So honestly, this article, it's absolute bullshit. I, I found it very, very funny that this man is writing an article on LA Weekly and their editor, their chief editor, decided, all right, well, let's go ahead and post this because it's based off of hashtags road rage. Stop it. LA, this needs to stop. LA Weekly, I read you all the time because you're free. Shame on you. But shame on you. This shouldn't be out there. This is done. If you would have done an Instagram things about like fake asses or something, now that is like you would have caught my noteworthy. attention even better but this is just absolutely just baloney <laughs> <laughs> this is baloney this is baloney anyway everybody my name is natalia and this is my lovely co-host eric sanchez here and thank you everybody for listening and like i always say make fun of everybody and make fun of yourself i'm out there i'm watching i'm gonna talk about it i'm gonna document it and maybe i'll bring you on for some questioning make sure you subscribe on itunes and um, my so-called la life my so-called la life and we'll see you and hear see I'll, you what next see time you guys later. <laughs> i just wanted you to know i'll be puerto rican day parade floating Last month I helped her with the car payment Young and we alive We never gonna die I just copped a jet to fly of a personal debt Put one up in the sky The sun is in my eyes Woke up and felt the vibe